No, no. no. <laughs> yeah. What up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. What up? Oh. What's up? This is CJ. I'm a quarter of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. And I am with. Oh, your boy, Craig. Oh, he coming with the game. AKA the number one. Uh, the number one. The one and only. The true champion. All over. Like, yeah, yeah. No, that surprised me a little bit that you actually came with something today. All right. All right. He's ready. <laughs> You a hater. And then next we got... It's your boy, Terrence, a.k.a. Johnny Storm, a.k.a. the birthday boy, a.k.a. your future European 24-7 champion, baby. Woo! I'm going to take it from him. <laughs> Y'all technically live in the same place, so that should I know, be. it's easy. <laughs> Number four, a quarter that makes a dollar. D, happy birthday, brother man. It's your weekend. Live it up. Appreciate it. All right. If I catch you coming after my time, I sleep with one eye open. Just know that. So, I'm going to have to kick the door in and grok the title from you. We can close that out, too. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. VCW, 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 VCW. Be on Village my mojo, Wrestling. Hey. I'll be on my mojo, Riley. We here. Don't oh, get ready. Be oh. ready. Oh, yeah, no, no, call, no. I think the pod, I love the podcast name VCW when we do wrestling. What you think? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we can make it happen. Yeah. Like I said, I'm down for going. Let's pull it. VCW. Put in the chat. Right. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a hard show to try to guide. So, all right, man. Let's start it off. Let's kick it off. Um, WWE had a lot going on this weekend, so I think, or this week. So I think we're going to go with them first. And then we'll kick it to AEW later. Um, I do want to do a quick uh, Money in the Bank recap or get your thoughts on Money in the Bank, actually, really quick. So, overall, just want to know, you know, we're not going to go match by match or anything. But how did you guys enjoy the pay-per-view? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. The Money in the Bank match had no right to be as good as it was. WWE has no right to be as good at cinematic wrestling uh, matches as they are, but they they are real good at it. I, I, I'm okay with them doing, like, one a pay-per-view um, as long as the match is interesting and, you know, they don't they just keep it at one. Don't even have them be too long because you don't want to oversaturate with it. Uh, but I think it was a really good pay-per-view. A lot of fun. Yeah, no, I actually was... I actually was amazed at how much like I, I really was entertained with it. I mean, they've been they've been definitely keeping it going because especially oh yeah the the R Truth like uh, MVP match oh <laughs> it turned to the R Truth Lashley match. Man, I swear like R Truth is gold. Like he you can throw him in any situation and he will just he will just have the time of his life. I enjoyed the pay-per-view, actually. I actually, well, I enjoyed the Money in the Bank match. And because even I was glad to be wrong in my prediction, should have never changed it. But Asuka, thank you. Thank you. If she was not, once again, the star, I mean, I, I enjoyed the show. And, um, Even with, I was disappointed a little bit with the Bray-Braun match, but I also realized story-wise, it made sense. It definitely made sense with what they're, I guess, they're trying to do. 
It ain't kill Bray yet, but you know, other than that, like the show, I enjoyed it. That Drew, well, that Drew um, Seth match was crazy. Whoo, that Drew Seth match. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good match, man. That was a really – I think that was my match of the night. Yeah. Uh, I think the money in the bank was really good. I think – I don't know. The actual money in the bank matches were good in spots. I think it could have been, like, maybe 10 minutes shorter, each one of them. But – and the thing I liked about this particular pay-per-view overall was that it was short. Like, it had a yeah. nice – breeze to it like it didn't feel like a five-hour movie or something like that it was it what it started at seven yeah. yeah it was over with before 9 30 which and i'm hearing there's reports out of wwe that's, that's going to be the model for a while while we're in this situation and it makes, makes sense. sense makes a lot of sense it makes good it makes complete sense so mm-hmm. i'm with it i'm i'm glad that the money in the bank gave us two winners that i think were one wasn't unexpected, maybe in Asuka. I think she was kind of a favorite, even though we didn't necessarily pick her. I and picked I think her. Old is a, well, yeah, you. Anyway, we're going to breathe over that. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but. I wanted to pick Otis. Otis. I'm mad yeah, I went nobody back on picked. Pick. No, I picked Otis. I'm mad I went back on it, though. But you, so you didn't pick him. So, yeah. nobody picked oh Otis. <laughs> Almost doesn't count. Everybody knows. Hey, we will save that for the other podcast. So, yeah. And Otis, I think, was definitely um, an unexpected winner. And so, I mean, we'll get into whether you think they're cashing in or later when we get to SmackDown. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to save that for this week's first and we're going forward with this. Terrence's wild, crazy prediction of the week. Trust me. You can't wait for this one. Oh, you're going to love this one. All right. So then, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Then let's get into it. And then, so then, Raw happened on Monday night. As you know, Becky Lynch opened up the show with the special announcement that she is leaving because she is pregnant and that the. Um, Money in the Bank winner, which was Asuka, is now your Raw Women's Champion. And that was just a really good segment. Yeah, I it was nice. It was, it, it, yeah. And the other thing is now Asuka has ran through that entire women's division. Yep. Right? Well, I mean, and no no other superstar has done what she's done as well, far she- as in the women's division. So not even Charlotte, right? She's the only one that's the Money in the Bank winner. The Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion, the SmackDown, the Tag Team Champion, and the NXT Champion. She's awesome. had every accomplishment and the yep. Royal Rumble. And Royal Rumble. So, oh, yeah, nobody else has done that. Bailey's so, right behind her, right? I mean, ain't Bailey close? Because Bailey hasn't won the Royal Rumble, but she's won Money in the Bank. She hasn't she won both belts. She, and she's a uh, tag Bailey's team. won all. She, Bailey needs to win uh, Money in the Bank. Yeah. No, Bailey won money in the no, bank. She's the one that won the Royal Rumble. So Bailey's yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to take away from what you said, Oscar. It's, it's moments of Oscar, but me and D was talking about this earlier in the other day. We gotta really look at Bailey because quietly her accomplishments are like whoa. Well, yeah, and plus you gotta think about Charlotte too, because Charlotte yeah. and Sasha. I mean, the, all those people, with the exception of because Charlotte's done it all too, except for the money in the bank. But mm-hmm. um, got to give props to Oscar for that. That was just a really good moment. Uh, it's going to be interesting because I think with her character, she was at the point of being stale. Just to take it back to wrestling for a second, 
but this, I think, when she comes back, the pop that she's going to get is going to be crazy. So I think it is perfect timing. And I hate yeah. to say that like that, but I do think it is perfect timing. You know, congrats to her and her family. Congrats to self, too. But I think from a just a career wrestling standpoint, could, only relating to in the ring, I think it's perfect timing. Well, I mean, it's interesting, like, because the thing is, yeah, I, I honestly feel like, yeah, she's definitely earned a spot. And the company's been doing a lot more to showcase her, especially given what's going on right now with the no crowds because of all that's going on. Like, you know, out in the world, place is still opening back up, but not quite. She has been on top of her game. They've had her at the announce table. Like, she has performed, like, you know, whether it's just having it up for the camera. And, yeah, it, it's good they put a title on it's good they put a title on somebody that's going to keep it entertaining and did y'all hear about uh what nikki james said like apparently nikki james was like yeah you know uh i, I got pulled up she was like yeah she was straight up calling her out about getting handed the title like she apparently thinks that oscar didn't earn the title like uh she's going to say Come to think of it, Oscar never, like, I've never been handed anything, like, by the WWE, especially a WWE championship, ever. I'd be happy to come over and rightfully take it from you. This time, you wouldn't be so lucky. I got you, like, I got you beat. Raising you a sweet solo. Now, like, now let's do it. So, apparently, yeah. Well, she should be coming back. Man, who cares what Mickey James? <laughs> yeah, like David Chappelle, like to paraphrase or rework the <laughs> David Chappelle quote. Who cares what Mickey James thinks at a time like this? <laughs> <laughs> Save that Mickey James. Put on the cards. <laughs> but yeah, that was so that happened. So that was a really good moment. You know, shout out to her, her family. Wishing nothing but the best when she comes back. That pop is going to be crazy. It's also going to be interesting because they're now without Roman and Becky, which you can argue are the two top stars. And maybe that's a discussion for later, but that's interesting. So next we have Bobby Lashley defeating Humberto Carrillo via submission. They continue um, to book him strong. I think they're getting him ready for something. I think they're getting getting Bobby ready to to take a run at Drew. That's that's my personal opinion because they've been booking him relatively strong for the past since the Rusev program started. Really? Yeah, I agree. I uh, he's been booked. I mean, since he's come back, he's been booked relatively strong. Uh, he doesn't lose very often. When he does lose, it's very rarely clean. I think, but bronze pinned him clean. I think Brock maybe, Roman AJ. It's not a it's not a long list of people who's had shoulders to the mat. I don't think he's tapped at all. Uh, um, but yeah, I think it's it's probably a good time. Um, with you know, Drew already beating Seth. I mean, I think we're gonna get the Mahal match inevitably, but. And I think we're probably going to get it before the Bobby Lashley match, just to go ahead and get that out of the way. Yeah, um, they, they still got to make Lashley look a little bit more like he like he's a contender. Like, yeah, I think I think Lashley's match. the next big feud for McIntyre, though. I mean, other than the, other than the recent uh, mention of a one Jinder Mahal, 
like Drew McIntyre said he'd be down for wrestling him like for the belt. No, I, I, I agree with everybody. And I've been like uh, D said, they've been booking him strong, honestly, since he came back. Even when he's been in disappointing storylines, he still has been booked strong. Um, I've noticed this, like I want to say, a few weeks, maybe a month ago, when he was coming back, and I even we um talked about it. Also, you gotta also look at the positioning of MVP as his manager, since MVP has already had a little something to do with Drew too, and when he first became champion, that also I feel like puts that in a direction where it's not the next few, but maybe the feud after or two more feuds. I think they are finally gonna try to build Lashley into a bigger part. I mean, they kind of have to right now with with you know some of these wrestlers not going, not being there, and it, it's also matters. Like, it, it, come on, he's. There's no reason why he shouldn't have already been here. The MVP interview, I mean, the speech he gave him was fast. And I like, I actually, I'm actually intrigued more. I already like Lashley. I would want to root more for him, but I do like the MVP dynamic. I did feel the energy what he said to him, and even with his, um, you know, what he said to Lana. Go ahead, split them up. I don't know how to do it. I know, I mean, we already know it's a failure. I ain't gonna call it a failure of a storyline because, like you said, CJ, go look at the views on YouTube. Everyone trashed that storyline, but it had some of the most views ever. Well, I mean, either you let him rise up and then, like, and cut her or fold her back into the women's division. Because right now, yeah, like, <laughs> wow. hey, no, hey, no, look, you got just that. I mean, Lashley at this point, Lashley, Lashley's been going through, you remember, they did the whole thing with him and Leo Rush, and that was gold. Then Leo Rush, you know, hit, some, like, hit the wall with WWE, and then he was just kind of floating around. And then they threw him into that storyline, and then people hated that storyline. But Lashley, he was a team player. So, I mean, why not throw him a bone? I mean, I'm honestly, like what we said with Oscar, it's looking like this is the year of, like, you know, like uh, workers, people that are still going regardless of the hand they get dealt, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that's it's definitely interesting because I could see Bobby Lashley going over in that feud, honestly. Yeah. Because I don't think Drew, not because of anything Drew does, I just don't think you want Drew as a long-term champion in this particular circumstance because of the empty arena. I think it, I don't want to say play hot potato on the belt, but I think a good three month to four month run is good for him. And then you have to get the belt on maybe a hill to kind of carry you. And then so next we have Angel Garza defeating Akira Tozawa. Pretty solid match. Uh, they seem to be teasing kind of a split up uh, with Zelina Vega's group or something there because there's a lot of arguing going on in that group. Uh, so, and that, and this is all about to be one segment. So I'm gonna read through everything that kind of happened and then we can kind of react. So it seems to be a lot of arguing going on in that sec with that particular group. Uh, Drew McIntyre music then, you know, hit, so he comes down, you know, kind of instigating doing what Drew does. So then him and Andrade put on a really good match, like a really good, like it made me want to see that in a, a program. And Drew won. And then he cuts a promo after talking about how he'll be wrestling King Corbin next week 
as part of the brand invite, which I know I'm throwing a lot at you. So first, let's react to Zelina Vega. What do you think with that group and with her clique? Do you think they're going to split them up? Do you think they're just teasing that? How do you think that's going to go? I think all theories out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but like, oh, oh boy, like Garza, I'm calling that man Starza because dude, he got it. But yeah, theory got to go. Uh, and I'm saying it, hopefully it ain't for the wrong reasons, but I really think WWE follows stereotypes. They're going to get rid of the gringo because it's the whole Latin group. I mean, he, he is so, pretty plain. I think WWE does, A, follow stereotypes. Just being honest. To a T. <laughs> Most times. But I also think they're pretty high on Austin Theory, and they're going to want him to do a face turn so he can talk more. Um, this was just kind of a way to have him be on the main roster and have something to do. But with, you know, everything going on, they're just they're going to rush the gun on, on things like uh, – like they're like like they do, um, but yeah, I think he's out and he's gonna get a face turn and he'll probably get a nice little feud out of Andrade and probably take the U.S. title off of him, honestly. But I yeah, think uh, so. I think Andrade and Garza and Selena are about to ride out and be a thing for a little bit, and they probably have a life in the tag team division realistically if they want it that way. Well, yeah, you know, I think both. they both have legit star star quality. Yeah, like they both know how to sell just being. I'll say this, like, a lot of, you know, uh, Mexican wrestlers, like, they can work the heel angle. And both of them to enjoy. Like, you remember, you remember Garza, like, at WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he, he, he was all about being on camera. Yeah, I've quickly become a fan of Angel Garza. Quickly. <laughs> my, dream right, match so. is, my dream match is Garza versus Spanish God. <laughs> uh, Sammy. <laughs> All right, so we had that happen. So now then the second part of it, let's brush over Drew beating Andrade because I think that's a good match. I think that could be a few, but I don't think that's going to happen with WWE. How do you feel about the brand split being loosened yet again with kind of the brand-to-brand invite? Um, And then how do you feel about King Corbin versus Drew McIntyre next week? My personal thought is, the only reason they're doing this is because they don't have enough workers right now. <laughs> like they just don't have enough to keep matches interesting and fresh. So I think they have to do this. Yeah, that they are willing also have to really work. bad ratings right now. Yeah, yeah, ratings. What I'm hearing, Fox actually requested this. No, the both uh, networks requested it. Yeah. Yeah, because and and you know, in a way, it does benefit both brands considering SmackDown. Like it's kind of at the point where there's not that many people on there. Like. Yeah. Can put on like you know match after match about the audience kind of drawing away, so it's a good move. But yeah, Raw I think is going to have the better talent that's going out. And see, I don't I disagree with all of you. I don't think it's a good move at all. I think this is horrible because I think the brand split works for the WWE because it makes their championships mean something. Because if not, then they just don't mean anything. I'm just gonna be honest with you. They just hey, don't. I didn't, and I'm not I didn't say if it was horrible or not. I just said Fox requested this. Yeah, no, I said oh, I understand bad. why they're yeah. doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I honestly think honestly, if it's maybe if you keep it limited, please, if you do this, keep it limited because, like you, TJ, I've actually finally gotten used to, you know, the two brands to having, you know, having their own importance of each one. Now, I will say. 
SmackDown women's need this more than anything because their division compared to Raw division is so I get it. I get it, but also with the investment we put in and what happens when all those wrestlers come back, you have to, yeah, I, I, I kind of hope they make sure they keep the brand, you know, split for the most part. Well, I mean, I think, like, I'm saying, like, I'm sticking by mine because we've been through freaking draft after draft, and right now it's a different situation, you know? Like, you got one show could have, like, one show has, like, a weaker, weakened roster because people stay, like, sticking it out or because a good chunk of your talent got let go. Other may have, like other has like nothing but like you know top talent, so why why not just for at least a little while cross it over? Because I mean they don't know how long they're gonna be doing this whole you know scale down skeleton crew bit, so why not just let them have a little bit of fun? See, my biggest fear about this is is they're doing it because you know the rosters depleted and they need to stretch their you know the rosters they have and keep things interesting, but I don't want to see the same eight wrestlers for five hours a week. I just don't want to see it. And I'm like to say, because it's not – oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. It's just, you know, it's they have – like, the roster's depleted, but the roster's not that depleted. There are people there that they just don't use who are there every night. So just figure it out, and I, I just don't want to see it. It's less compelling to me to see Charlotte show up on three shows – <laughs> yeah, I'm good without Charlotte. And that's why, <laughs> and have that's no what you're actual gonna get. feuds. Yeah, because that's what you're going to get. It's not like it's going to be a brand and brand competition, and it's all these weird, fresh matchups, right? We've seen King Corey. <laughs> we've seen that. Yeah, we've right? seen so AJ Styles get, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, so you're going to get the same top heavy things that we've seen for the past year. Now, I do think it will be interesting if AJ Styles wins the IC title, but we'll get to that. So do I. <laughs> so, yeah, so it'll be interesting. But, all right, so next we have Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. They were out to host the segment of Moment of Bliss. And then the Iconics come out, right? Oh, I got it. So, That's <laughs> no crowd. That's the promo that suffered from no crowd. I think they're perfect for no crowd because you hear every agitating, annoying thing they say, and no one can drown them out now, and you're just going to loathe them. They're going to win these titles inevitably. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'm sorry I cut you off. (laughs) No, no, you're fine. I love it because I love the promo because I love when they was like, what's so special about a baby? You know, I've been a baby. You've oh, been yeah. a baby. <laughs> you still act like so, a baby. I was laughing. Like, okay, because they're a funny team. They're not. I don't. I don't know about their in work, but they're a funny like team. So that led to a match. The Iconics defeated them. You know, via pinfall. And it was okay, uh, and that's where I think the Iconics are kind of weak. Is the in ring work. Yeah, but amazing. Yeah, this is setting up that feud. So I know, D, you think the Iconics are going to take the belts off, and do does everybody else agree? I tend to agree with you, D. I think so too. Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll be this coming match, but they they are going to take those belts from them. Yeah, Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Quinn. You ain't talk much today. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, uh, I legit think that, like, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna take the belts. I agree with you on that. Because it's all, it's all interesting. And good heels are, like, hot right now, especially with no crowd. 
because you get to hear them really work on my shit. Yeah, just the Iconics character work is is gonna is good for a time like this because they can cut promos and they can talk. Um, you have plenty of other wrestlers who can give you good matches. That's not what they're here for. That's what, not what they were ever here for. <laughs> they're here to entertain you. <laughs> they'll, yeah, they'll eventually win it. And I think that will finally cause what has been kind of a – it was a storyline first, but it's going to happen. They're going to split Alexa Bliss and Nikki. It has to happen sooner. Well, it has to happen sometime, not sooner or later, but I think they'll eventually lose to the Iconics, and then the chink in that armor will be cracked. And... Like, realistically, when you think about the most compelling – female tag team champions we had it's probably the kabuki warriors followed by the iconics yeah there's nikki well there's only been what four right there's only yeah, been sasha four, and bailey right sasha and bailey and and uh then the iconics the iconics the War- wars and then alexa chris and alexa alexa chris yeah. <laughs> Alexa, Alexa and Cross. Nikki Cross. It's like, yeah, there's been four, yeah. but, you know, the, they're two of four. That is true. And that is true. And the Kabuki Warriors, no matter what we say, did headline a pay-per-view. Yep. Even though it got upstaged, but we're not going to go there. But, yeah, there. I think it's going to be a good <laughs> – I think this is going to be a good program because it seems like they're finally at least doing something with the women's tag team division, which is good. And, I mean, you have enough talent across WWE where you can make tag teams, mm-hmm. right? If you're not going to use them for singles competition, uh, then you could definitely make tag teams and build up wrestlers that way. So then we had – next we had a Ray Mysterio interview. Seth Rollins kind of inter- uh, interrupted that to do a Seth Rollins thing, didn't really speak. So you could tell that was a little bit of foreshadowing into what was going to happen later on in the night. And then we had our truth Ricochet and Cedric Alexander defeating MVP, Shane Thorne, and Brendan, I don't even want to, Brendan B. So, I don't know. They're building up a minor, I guess, tag team feud with that. They continue, I think, to, to try out the idea of giving MVP a stable. So, I think there's a couple storylines out of here, and I think that uh, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander are getting some TV time, which I'm all for, because I think those are two underrated performers. But, okay, your thoughts on this? I mean, I agree with you. They need it. Like, both of them were just getting job the hell out of Like, especially Cedric Alexander. And both dudes, like, they can definitely go in the ring. Like, but, yeah, it, it it's good to see them finally get some attention, you know? No, the story that's coming out of it is what's really big about this one. Like, I agree with you guys. Like, glad that they're starting this feud up. The <clears throat> tag teams are both on what two fly. They're getting there to shine. But Lashley came out at the end of that match and basically walked out with MVP, which, for like you said, starting the stable thing. I wonder, because he didn't even go get – when he walked out with Lashley, his tag team didn't walk out with him. Now, that, something triggered me about that, too. They're testing the water. Well, so to be honest, yeah, I, I think Brock, I think Brock, Bobby is somebody that needs one mouthpiece. He could do well in the stable, but I think it's just to have him and 
MVP team up makes more sense than to have a stable to me, but I can see both sides of that argument. I still think that I, this was probably one of my first crazy predictions. I still think after this tag team feud now with, with Two Fly and what's their names? Um, Veen and Brandon Fink and, and yeah. I still think it's going to be like a double turn and some, or basically Two Fly will end up under MVP as well. Okay. All right, market. We'll see. That way, then, and could so you not see up. that? Could you not see a feud between uh, Lashley and Two Fly versus before Austin Theory gets kicked out of um, the Selena Vega crew? But then, who's the face? Or are you that's, saying that back back has to be the heel versus heel match in two weeks? And that's that's what leads Austin Theory get kicked out if they lose yeah, it. Yeah, Selena Vega's crew would be the faces because Angel Garza is Angel Garza. That's yeah. fair. You, you yeah, cheer him. I know that's dream book. I know that's dream booking. But say they that tag team fight again next week, all of a sudden two fly wins with MVP's help, and they're like, oh. Then the week after, you have they want to test their group out against you no know, Selena's group, you know, um, Angel and all them, and then they lose. Now you got to wait. They turn on Austin. He's kicked out, face turned. You got you got the new group of MVP that looks good, plus Lashley looking strong. Hey, uh, I mean, I can I see it. Only thing is, I can't see uh, two flies heels. I can. So I can. They're tired. They're not interested. They're not interested. They're not they They're two Michael B. Jordans. Even with, you can see them as heels, really. <laughs> uh, hey, like, two killmongers. I think they get. I think that's. I, I think they need something dramatic like that for both of them because Ricochet. Ricochet is. Ricochet's just been our boy Ricochet. That's been been about it, you know? Like, get in where you fit in. Let him be a heel. Cedric Alexander, they've been dumping on that man too long. Let them be heels. I think they could be doing that. Maybe maybe if Cedric puts on some shades and Ricochet goes back to, like, the Prince Puma mask and you get, like, CA in in the Prince. I guess you can't even use Prince now because Finn Balor's the Prince. Or CA in Puma or something like that. But I like, I honestly, don't think Ricochet can show his face and be a convincing heel at the same time. They need to. They look they like need, Joe Buzz. He can be a heel. <laughs> he look like Joe Buzz. He can be a heel. <laughs> Just put on a hat. No, nah, they about to. They about to Evan Bourne, your boy. You know, they about to Evan Bourne, Ricochet. But anyway, you know, ironically so, though, on a side note, Evan Bourne in the independent scene as Matt Seidel is a pretty convincing heel. <laughs> Which is fine, but we're talking about WWE Ricochet. <laughs> yep, can't do it. <laughs> so, can't do it. So, and then next up, we got Ginger Mahal, who was interviewed, congratulating his former teammate. Uh, promised that his journey to the top will be a hero's journey. I think they're trying to make him a face. Well, then Drew we said, have Shayna Blaze. Oh, I was, was going to say, Drew said, like, yeah, once Shayna gets stained, that, that match, you know, he wants that match. I still think he'll be coming back as a heel. As you always tell me, CJ, the people that want to be a hero sometimes. Come on. I can see I can see him do like two weeks of um <laughs> face work and then like you said, a few with Drew. He all of a sudden, boom. Ha ha ha. I remember inner peace uh gender mahal was also a heel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so well, I you see- know. Uh, I'm gonna leave that to y'all because I just don't care about Jinder Mahal. I don't care about him either, but I just don't believe he could ever be a face. He can't don't be care a face. About the, 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 the one true 
I root for the underdog, man. He I has a villain chin. <laughs> I root for the underdog, man. I kind of want him to succeed. He looks like Indian Gaston. You don't have to be the underdog when you've been the champion. So, all right. So next we had Shayna Baszler, who was interviewed. Once again, the theme of the night seems to be picking that Becky uh, Lynch. And that, uh, ten, yeah, basically – 10 out of 10 mothers will try to tell you pregnancy didn't ruin their careers. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm gonna say it like, no. Shayna Baszler, she loved being here, and she is good at it. Yeah. Y'all remember when she went up against uh, 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 Gargano's, like, uh, uh, like, uh, like, Candace LeRae. Yeah, like, and she choked her out. There's video of her going to a little kid in the audience who said she didn't deserve that belt, and then going, hey, Hey, watch this. And then getting back in the ring and choking her out again and telling him, you made me do this. Like, no, she knows what she's good oh, at. Oh, yeah, no. There's something to be said she had the line of your the, work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She had the line of the night. She said, the kid is going to suck. Do you know who the father is? I rest my case. Yeah. And I was like, done. <laughs> That's, how you, That's how you do it. So then we got to maybe the moment of the night for me, which was really interesting. This whole um, Rey Mysterio. Worst week ever. And Alistair. Oh. Huh? First he came back from the dead, you know. And yeah. Rey Ray Mysterio had a bad week in wrestling. So we got Rey Mysterio, Alistair Black, defeating Seth Rollins and Murphy. Uh, via disqualification because, you know, it was kind of going back and forth. Uh, Rollins was standing in the corner at first, right, refusing to even reach for a tag. It's kind of like he was playing up that he was distraught after last night. Devastated. Uh, it's, yeah, like, oh, not last night, but after Money in the Bank. And then when Rollins, when Mysterio goes to attempt to hit the 6 9 Rollins grabs him and just kind of throws him to the floor, resulting in the DQ. And then Rollins just, I mean, it, I, I know that it's fake, but the way they did it looked mm. crazy, how he put his eye on the stairwell. <laughs> it just kind of just grinded it. And yeah. Grinded it, too. And then so that's what happened. And they played it up really well. Like they, uh, you know, they made it look really well. So, see, I'm not on this as a potential things. next review. So, see, see, I'm not type just do things and you know grind people. I never just grind somebody eye in the stairs. <laughs> I remember grinding his eye in the stairs. <laughs> I just wanted to say that, man. I don't know F-U why. Max, right? F-U I would Max, make no right? promises. <laughs> <laughs> no promises. Seth just ah, uh, my fault, CJ. Just I just thought about he just oh, he, no grinded, he was grinding the eye. I just I just heard Rick James in my head while the whole time watching that too. <laughs> I mean, Seth didn't have his head down. He had his head down like yeah. after that. He had bedhead too. That doesn't look crazy. <laughs> but I mean, serial, I, man. I'm I'm in, I'm invested now. I want to see what this turn is going to. Oh, what's going on with Seth? Uh, it's crazy, like you said, the the worst week ever, man. I just feel like is Ramis, is this contract up soon or something? Because they trying to get rid of him. I honestly think it is up well, soon. He, is. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't. He has not 
signed a new contract yet, but all reports are that he will. But I think they're doing this just in case he does not, so they can just have him off, right? So if he signs it, you have a a, a program with stuff. If not, then he's just gone. So that's kind of the word on the street. Yeah, I'm just saying because this our reason why I asked that because I really didn't know or not. It's just this is the worst week ever. When you when you are top or when you're somebody that's big as Gavin name and you start looking very, very strongly getting your ass beat and you got we, abused. Yeah, you're getting out of there. There's something or you know, we seen it with um John Moxley when he was Dean, you know. You see I just hold, hold on real yeah. quick to recap. He got crushed by Otis and Naya at Money in the Bank, followed by getting choked out by Shannon Baszler. <laughs> then he got thrown off the roof to come back to Raw alive and well to have his eye gouged out of his head by Seth Rollins. But mind you, mind you, this Rey Mysterio is, is a Looney Tunes character. You remember when Big Show picked him up when he was on the stretcher and then just spun him, spun him like it's a not- baseball bat. Oh, never forget when Ray jumped off, forget, and Kevin Nash hit him with that bat, or he just threw him against the trailer. Yeah. Never forget. Never or, forget. Or when Ray jumped over the top rope and Kane swatted him out of the air with a chair. Yeah, you can't kill Ray Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Ray. But yeah, oh, yeah back, Ray, on, Ray. But back on task is, um, it's crazy. It's, yeah, Seth, I just hope I don't want to see self. I hate to be selfish because you no know, congratulations with the baby announcement because we don't we don't talk about it. they didn't bring that really up too much storyline besides Shayna with the comment, but right now with this I I have been invested in the money that besides since this game started, and I want to see what happens next. I do like the evolution okay. that Seth Rollins is going through because when you take from you know the infamous Hell in a Cell when we had babyface Seth Rollins still, and just the actual spiral and then the performance spiral has just been great to me. It's It's been, he's he's good TV for WWE. Yeah, I got a feeling they're going to put him off soon because of what they were building up with. Do you remember like the aftermath where like, you know, he tried to apologize to Halster Black and Halster Black was just like, nah, man, I ain't mm-hmm. feeling it. Wham! So I got a feeling they're going to probably play him off and, the, you know, he might go a little too far and then something might happen give somebody like Alistair Black like a big push. And then, yeah, we might not see Seth Rollins for a little while. The other thing is he said he didn't remember doing it, too. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you think about it, Seth has been losing a lot lately. If you really really think about it. Seth is not one in a while. He's lost to Kevin Owens. He's lost to Drew. Um, He's lost the belt to The Fiend, and that's what started this whole... Lost tag team titles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, real quick, somebody uh, uh, somebody on Reddit, they posted a video of his of his entrance from Money in the Bank, but with a uh, Jesus Walks playing. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, it worked. <laughs> That's what I said. I don't, I hope this character lasts for a little while. I don't think it's run its course yet. I don't think they've done what they can. And with the rumor that WWE has dropped, a, they didn't say what it was, but there was a storyline they had to go on for a year. They dropped it because they needed crowd reaction. I wonder, was it a self and an recruitment angle or something? I don't know. Because it was supposed to be in some big angle to, post to last for a year, and it was supposed to be on par with either um, Vince McMahon's limousine blowing up or the Nexus is what they said. They were going to have him come out of a cave. Mm-hmm. He was going to lift that rock and come right out. <laughs> so then next up, 
I don't even know how to transition from that. So next up, because <laughs> it, but to close out, I do think it's interesting uh, what the storyline would have been, but I think WWE knows best on that one, right? And they're not the best in long-term storytelling, so you know if they were investing in it, it must have been something they really wanted to pull off. So hopefully we can see it in the future. But then next up, you got the Street Profits, and what is they're slowly entertaining me, slowly. Slowly, because this segment was pretty funny when they played the Viking Raiders in the game of basketball. Um, I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was a throwaway segment, but I thought it was entertaining. And I think it does a good job of just you're going to do a face-to-face kind of program, which is what they're doing with these two teams. And this is kind of how you have to do it, right? Nobody can come off looking like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I do think the Viking Raiders are going to take the titles off of them. So, so, yeah. so I think this is going to be interesting. But it was a throwaway segment, I'll be fair. But I think they're building that program of anything you can do, I can do better type of program. I think they're doing that pretty well. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh Next, unless anybody else has anything they want to say on that, I don't want to mm. overtalk anyone. Viking Raiders going right. to lose this match. Cool. They're, they're not getting the belts. They are. They're not. No, I got to tell you. Okay. I mean, well, we. So Queen, he sounded got, very short, didn't he, y'all? He sounded short, huh? No, they're going to. Like a gonna, bet? Yeah, I mean, they're going to. They're gonna I'm not betting on this one. one. Uh-huh. I'm not betting on this yeah. one. But... They're going to take it because like, here's the thing. Like, as much as Vince likes him, you know, they're still trying to work their stable that they put together. And y'all know as soon as they do a, a three-person stable, it's going to turn into we're going to see way more of them. And, yeah, they're going to get – they're at least going to do something with the Viking Raiders to give them an excuse as to still be around. Yeah, because the other interesting piece of it is you know, on the Street Profits side and just related to the Street Profits only because they had her come out with them. We haven't seen Bianca Belair, which I'm kind of surprised by. Mm. But that's going to be interesting to see where that goes. I, I would have thought she would have been more prominent in these past couple of rounds. But next we got Natalia and Shayna Blazer, or Baszler. And Shayna just continues with her really good heel work, right? Um, Natalia comes out talking about what do you know about mo- your disrespecting motherhood and, ba- <laughs> and Baszler <laughs> then, you know, and then was like, what do you know about being a mom? <laughs> <She basically> <laughs> <laughs> that Natalia would never have a kid and that the hard dynasty would die with her. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, and that, this was a couple of days after <laughs> Owen's birthday. Like, they, they let her go all in on that one. And that that came that led to a match when naturally Shayna won via pinfall. Uh, so I love it because I think they're making up for how they booked Shayna in that feud with Becky to kind of make her a strong contender. Because I think what they're doing is they kind of subtly did the double turn with making Oscar face. Well, not a double turn. They did a turn by making Oscar face by having Oscar share that moment with Becky. So I think they're keeping a face in <laughs> the belt. And I think Shayna doing a real good job as their top heel in that division. And everybody wants to kind of see this match, right? Who loves seeing it in NXT. 
So I think this would be a good feud, particularly I think that's going to be the match for Backlash. So, but I think they're really booking Shane Strong, and I think she's showing off her mic work and her skills. But here's the thing. <clears throat> is it too soon? As much as we want this match, is it too soon for that? Because Oscar just got the belt. And where do you go with the way Shayna's been booked so far in their match? Do you have Shayna win the belt or and take away Oscar same that way? Or do you have Shayna lose again in a um, title match? I think you can have I think you can have Asuka win or lose because I think Asuka can survive anything. Like that's just my personal I think she is Seth Rollins like or there's very few people who I think can or, you know, Daniel Bryan, like, to go to SmackDown real quick. Well, I think they can lose anything, and it doesn't take anything off of them. Well, I'm going to say this, though. It's not too soon. You remember, they built up for the Elimination Chamber that they had something, you know? And then to top it off, like, we've been progressively watching the buildup of this feud, and they got lucky that they had two people, you know, to be in the running for the like, – to be in the running, like, you know, w- like to keep things fresh once Becky Lynch runs. Because both her and Oscar had things with Becky Lynch. So with one getting the title and, you know, Becky out of the picture, you got, like, an actual legit good feud between the two. Because, like, you know, Shane is like, all right, I'm, I want that belt. And I I whooped you, like, at an elimination chamber. I can do it again. We're going to see. Yeah, we are going to see. I uh, I do think if we do get Asuka, Shayna, whoever wins that match is going to hold on to that title until we get a Becky sighting. So. <laughs> oh, wow. See, I, ooh, that's a long time, bro, because we yeah. talking about. Yeah. Becky might not. We're, we're thinking Becky's going to be back in a year. I don't think that's going to happen. Like, yeah, she's going to be gone for at least <laughs> – she's going to be gone for at least 10 months. I mean, I'm imagine she's what about two months, three months pregnant now. Yeah, yeah but we're assuming that we'll she that she's yeah, because we're assuming that the first thing she's going to want to do is come back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I do <laughs> believe that. In this, I do believe that. But I think the, after Oscar Shayna, the winner is going to hold that title for about a smooth year. Oh, you think for like, a year? Okay. Well, I think I think the first time they legitimately could lose it will be WrestleMania. I'll say that. Well, I mean, look, I mean, I, he's not he's not that wrong. Look at like uh, look at Bailey. Bailey's had it like you know almost a full year now. I and see. Him, I think those. I can see. Yeah, train. but I see those. Yeah, because SmackDown division is a little bit worse for wear yeah. than Raw. There's multiple champions I can see on Raw. Where so I mean, I can only see. I can see who you, I can uh, see, yeah, go ahead. Tell me who you can see. I can see, and I know I talk trash about her. I know I do. But I can see Naya as champion. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. one, that's one of my ones. I can see Asuka, Shayna. Two, three. If Bianca, Bel- if B- no, if Bianca Bel- Belair is there, she I deserves can it. see her. Yes, that's what's one of my three, I, yes. Uh, so I can see that's four. And if I go through, I can probably pick another one. So that I can probably get to five. So I can see five people that could realistically hold that belt. It's like unless something changes heavy with Bianca, I don't see it anytime soon. 
Yeah. I can see it within a, like later, like in maybe five or six months. We don't know what's gonna happen. I can see them giving her a push after maybe whoever after this few she starts, you know, winning. Also, I'm not strange. I don't know what the hell they're doing with Liv Morgan, but I can see them trying to do something a few with her and building her up the way they're kind of doing now. Because Vince has a thing for blondes, and this her storyline is not gonna go. They're gonna try to not make the storyline not go anywhere. I just feel I, it. And like her like, and Dana Brooke right now I have been getting small pushes, and I called D. I told D about this. I said, "Watch Dana Brooke. She's getting a small push, and no one's seeing it right now." And I've been like slowly, like, "Hold up, they've been looking her a lot stronger than they used to." Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, it's a valid point made with the whole. So raw, yeah, like, yeah, raw I mean, she's thing. getting booked now, so I guess so. But but going back to the raw <laughs> thing, like I get you, I I could see a a, a year long reign, but with those two greats, if they don't make a draft trade, I could see Shane um Shayna and Oscar actually trading it, and maybe like I said, and later, if she's booked right, Bianca coming up being like a third champion, maybe like a transitional champion to whoever Shayna gets it back to when you get the Becky side. If like CJ even said, she wants to come back, motherhood might hit her. I'm like, nah. Y'all good. In fairness, I did say a Becky sighting. I didn't say her wrestling. I did say sighting, and I said sighting too. I said sighting too. And then we also, <laughs> well, never mind. She ain't gonna come back for this. But like, where's Ronda? She's gone till all this is over. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. You don't. You don't waste the Ronda return on that. Yeah. You don't so, waste. You don't waste part timers on yeah. on this. Yeah. My whole thing oh, yeah. is like they still got a they still got a portion of the four horsewomen there. That ain't doing spot with. <laughs> like, well, I, this is the time, right? Yeah, I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Oh no, 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 no. Like, uh, I, I agree with you. It is the time because you got Shayna like at top peak, like peak form. Why not give her like a little group to go with it? Like they're already made. Yeah, because yeah, they they've proven they can like they all can actually wrestle. But yeah, it just seems like right now they're just kind of sitting. Yeah, so definitely. So then next up, we got I'm a Breeze Plaz in the interest of time for the podcast. I'm a Breeze Plaz, Baron Corbin. Nobody yeah. cares. So Nobody now cares. we got Edge and Randy Orton closing the show. Uh, Edge was discussing his first time being back in the ring since WrestleMania, overcoming any doubts that he could come back. Uh, and then Orton said, came out and said the better man won before immediately leaving the ring. Orton stopped halfway up the ramp, laughed and said he can't lie to himself. It is true the better man won at WrestleMania, but the better wrestler didn't. I laughed at that. And then Orton <laughs> um, said he doesn't believe Edge has it in him to actually wrestle anyone. I don't know if Orton has it in him to actually wrestle anyone. And then Orton closed by challenging Edge to a straight-up wrestling match, with, which is going to be boring because it's Randy Orton. And... Under headlock, son. Don't, don't hate on the under headlock, son. And the drop kick, <laughs> so... the drop kick from heaven, man. Sorry, he ain't no okay. Jericho. He ain't, he ain't a man of like you know, uh, like uh, many uh, many holes. Hey, don't, don't disrespect Dean Malenko like that. Come on, you remember that was the greatest thing that ever happened, Malenko with him and Jericho. Back to RKO. <laughs> back to Mr. Randy. Yeah, any any thoughts on that? I don't care because it's Randy Orton. I've been hoodwinked by him before, so it's gonna yeah, be a fine match. Yeah. 
Hopefully it doesn't go too long, though. It's not, yeah, it's not going to be exciting. I feel like this is the best friends match. You know, that's all it is. He's giving – like, he wants to work with him more because they, they both know each other intimately enough in the ring, and that's essentially what it's going to be. And we're going to get a match, and then, oh, hey, maybe Ed will wrestle somebody else. That's it. And Orton will just keep me in Orton. Yeah, I don't care about it, really, honestly. Next. Yeah, I don't care. Cause... <laughs> All right, so next, literally, good segue. I see what you did there. NXT, we're going to talk about that real quick. And so uh, a couple things happened here. We can go over it. Uh, I'm just going to go over the highlight. Uh, we had the Undisputed errors coming for Dexter Newman. They did it via Zoom. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> and then um, they can do no wrong, man. Yeah, yeah. Cal, Cal O'Reilly rejoined. <laughs> uh, so that was pretty funny. And then next we had uh, the cruiserweight update. Kind of Jake Atlas defeated Tony Meese to end the round to play it two one. Um, if Drake Maverick can beat Kushida, then that will put Drake, Kushida, and Jake all at 2-1 and probably set up a triple threat match to decide who goes to the finals. I'm thinking Drake might pull the upset with that one. I think they're, I think that video is the best thing to happen to him, maybe, because yep. they're, they're going to want to do that story with him. So, Legitimately got his job back for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, they teased the Damian Priest. Well, Damian Priest actually had a segment with Finn Balor, kind of beating him up. So I think that's going to be a next feud. Yeah, Cameron Grimes that. a big win. So I like how Balor slowly has become a face again. Oh, he he can do he can do it all. He's dude that's okay with putting people over. That's why I, I mean I know he's more between her now, but still. I, I still like his heel work, though. Like, hands down. That, that little man got it. All right. So, we had that. We also had the tag team championships switched, right? Because, as you know, the bro, with the bros awaits, Pete Dunn won't be back for a while. So, you know, they had to kind of get the belts off Matt Riddle and Thatcher. So, they lost it to Imperium. Mm-hmm. And I think that is pretty good because Imperium is a pretty talented duo. Uh, and it sets up a great feud between Matt Riddle and Thatcher. So I think it accomplishes two things, right? So fair play to them. Any thoughts on this one? They already had their match. Well, one, at least their first match for the fight and everything. They're wrapping this up like next week. Like, yeah, I kind of saw it coming, him turning on him. Yeah, it was inevitable, but it's just a it's a quick turnaround. But I do feel that they did have to get those belts off of them. And I do like Imperium as who they got the belts on. Yeah. I like Imperium. And I miss Walter. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Walter. They did have their first match. Yeah, they did have their first match. My bad. I'm thinking about a week ago. Sorry. My bad. Yeah, it was and just then... wild because it all happened like – Timothy Matthews only been here for like a month. <laughs> but in an interesting bit of NXT news, in your house is oh. going to be 
by June 7th, and that's going to be the NXT TakeOver. So, yes, for wrestling fans, Oh, that yeah, was one of the younger ones y'all don't remember in your house, but that was the th- that was the pay per view right there. Yeah, this is for fans of a certain age. So, <laughs> right before era fellas, it's good. Back when X Pac was the one, two, three kid. Because yeah, in your house, didn't yeah. he do a crybaby match like with him and Razor Ramon? Yep. Oh God, uh, I'm showing my age now. I yep. We we need to stop. So, all right. Any overall thoughts on NXT? It was fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, the same, same old, same old. Last week was a little bit more, more interesting. But eh, Wednesday, I watched both shows. So I just watched the highlights. Uh-huh. So I didn't want to talk much about it. I'm not going uh, to have a big opinion. For me, this era is. This current era of wrestling, uh, AEW is looking pretty strong on Wednesdays comparatively to me. But AEW, uh, NXT always puts on decent matches, but AEW is just a better show overall during this time period right now for me. Okay. All right. So next up, we got SmackDown. Uh, started, kicked off the show with Otis. Uh, yeah. On Miz TV, yeah. he okay. was on Miz TV with the MI. The, the I'm just dancing, rubbing my belly. <laughs> I'm just dancing, rubbing my belly right now. So MC, basically, M-I-C. Johnny, <laughs> hey, hey, ho, ho. no, no, don't you be bringing that up. Don't, don't, don't keep bringing that up. No. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Where did CJ go? Oh, hey, sorry. Can y'all hear me? Yes, yes. He can. Okay. All right, cool. So Otis opened it up. He kind of admitted that he grew up with a learning disability. I thought this was really interesting. Um, But his mom kept his grades up because sports made sense to him in ways school didn't. So I think that was just an interesting tidbit. Helps to kind of like round out Otis and make him a, a more interesting face. And then as um, Miz continues to kind of pepper him, he threw down a challenge for a tag match. Otis said Tucker wasn't available, which is interesting because you're kind of slowly like screw Tucker out of this whole it's thing. It's coming. Uh, and then they gave Otis time to kind of find a, you know, a mystery partner. So that's pretty much it for that. Um, that was, I think, an interesting way to kick off. We're all good. I think they're about to run with Otis. I don't think I don't know if he wins it, but I think they're about to really try to run with Otis on for that belt and make him seem like a credible star. Because to be fair, that's the best storyline. I think we say it week after week that they have on SmackDown, so it just makes sense. Do you want my prediction now, or do you want this is a segue to another after we talk about something else? No, give it now. You want it now? I say Otis is going to lose. He's going to put that money in the bank briefcase on the line against Ziggler. Mandy Rose turns on him to help Ziggler get that belt. Ziggler, I mean, the box. Ziggler's about to be the money in the bank. 
That's my no. crazy prediction. I that hope that's crazy. so true. Uh, and that was that's my crazy prediction. Hey, I'm gonna give was... you a crazy prediction every week. It could be it could be crack inspired or it could be it could be my dream, but it may come true. But I really feel like they will. I do think he'll hold it for a little while. I do think he's getting they're trying to spotlight, but I think he's going to lose that money in the bank, Ziggler. Let's go, King Midas. I mean, Ziggler, they they could be caught. Like I, I feel like yeah, you're right. They they got their man on speed now. We need you to make this safe. This better. this is gonna be. Uh, thank you for taking those three spears of Goldberg. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. They don't love like my it. Like prediction. Love it. Okay. Man, he's gonna, it's, it's, he's, gonna, he's gonna end up with both of them, or there's gonna be like double turn because I love double turns, but well, Sonya's doing so good. So I'll say, let's say the Mandy wins that match weirdly, and then at the end, it's gonna be something like the whole D. It's gonna be like the night that China did a turn on one in one match and then came and helped Triple H. It was two turns in one night, or just you know what I'm saying. It's gonna be where I think she's gonna help. Ziggler win that Money in the Bank briefcase off of him. Either way, or that's my main one. Somehow I think she's going to screw him out of that briefcase no matter what, who is to, but I think it's Ziggler. Okay. I think he's just going to try to cash it in and lose, honestly, but it's going to be interesting. But but you bring up a very viable alternative to put the the case in somebody else's hands. So it'll be interesting. So then the next piece of uh, SmackDown came. We got to talk about what made this happen. Sami Zayn was stripped of his IC title. As a result, there's an IC tournament now going on on SmackDown. Before I delve into the IC match quickly, any thoughts on Sami Zayn getting stripped? Sucks, but I get it. Yeah, and he's been a good sport about playing it, like playing it out. I feel like, you know, the best way to just to make it go forward is you got to keep it in house. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna let T chime in like you like you and T chime in on it because I got my whole predict I got my crazy prediction. I know what you're thinking. So I, what I'm gonna say is I understand it, but it doesn't help those rumors about him always being in the doghouse or people in the back not liking him. Especially when people were trying, even though it's not even the same as comparable, but you know, you let you kept the belt on um, Charlotte's boy, the U.S. champion. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, Andrade. Andrade, when he was out for thirty days, and you want to take you keep taking the belt off of Sami Zayn. Now, to be fair, we don't know how long Sami Zayn, with everything going on, will be out. So, I like I said, I understand it, but it does not help with, you know, it doesn't help the chatter. Well, I that's the thing, right? That WWE couldn't work out a way for Sami Zayn to make it back to the States because they found a way to work that out for Brock Lesnar to make it back because uh, he also lives in Canada. So yeah. that's, that's none of my business. But it's my, understand, it's my understanding that Sami doesn't want to work, right? Yeah, yeah Sami doesn't want to work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's the issue is that Sami's not willing to work during this particular time, which hats off to him. Or maybe. Yeah, I completely understand. I completely understand. And WWE's in a tough spot with this one because 
I get where they're coming from saying, well, we're not going to punish you, but you do have one of our more prestigious belts. So we don't know how long you're going to be gone. We can't keep it off you forever. So that'll be interesting. I do think, yeah, it's just going to be interesting, man, because I, I get both sides of it. That's why it's like, I get Sammy's side of I'm not willing to work during this. And I get, WWE side of saying, well, I understand, but you got a belt of ours. Even though it's a belt, they've been treated like trash forever. Fair enough. Um, but it is one that is one of their more prestigious ones. So, and a tournament is always a good thing to do, especially during a time like this. So, I think it'll work out in the best form. But we say all that to get to the actual tournament. You got Elias defeating King Corbin via pinfall in what was shockingly a pretty decent match. (laughs) A little long. I was shocked. Yeah, but I think all the matches right now are going to run a little long with just everything that's going on. But it was a good match. Elias went over. So we had that. Any thoughts on that? Besides Corbin and Elias. Yeah, man. Everybody survived getting thrown off stuff. So it was the lives. probably the best of their 138 matches. Fair enough. <laughs> That's all we can say. So then Dana Brooke defeated Naomi via pinfall. So Uh-oh. I know Naomi is that's your people. I know. <laughs> I know y'all but, love Naomi. But like I said, I ca- I knew it's the Dana Brooke. Push. I've been, I've been seeing it. Even with her looking silly at, even with her looking silly at the Money Bank with the um, spot with her and Stephanie, that was still a major spot they gave her. And if you look in the weeks, they let her use her athleticism more. She still has work to do to me. She's still a little green sometimes, but I, I just, I feel this little small. I feel like they're trying to build her up because, like you said, they know that the women's SmackDown division is not there. And I hate Naomi losing, but they have to make more characters. They have to build other wrestlers up. So, yeah, it was bittersweet, I guess. Hated yeah. it. I love my okay, name. fair enough. Yeah, I love my name. No, sorry, no, so then sorry we had, so. no problem. So, we had Charlotte come out, she cut a promo, and this is kind of how we built to Charlotte versus Bailey for next week. But the thing that really I think Charlotte laid the groundwork on was asking um, Banks if she's okay with just being in the background, right? So she's kind of sowing in seeds. They've already been sowing, but it's kind of just longly building. And to be fair, because we give WWE a lot of flack for not doing long-term storytelling, I think this story has been going on for a while, and I think they've done a good job of not rushing to the split. Yeah. So... I will give credit where credit is due. Uh, and then next week, even though we've seen Banks and Flair, it's still going to be a good match. Like, so I'm all for that. It's Bailey and Flair, right? Mm-hmm. Bailey and Flair. Sorry, my bad. I no, you go, you go. Bailey and Flair. And then we have the Forgotten Sons kind of backstage uh, promo. They explain that they serve the country, but we're not welcome back with open arms. So they will welcome others with closed fists. That's their motto. Oh. Kind of 
making uh-huh. making them another tag team. And when you really look at that division, I think they're the SmackDown tag division is a little bit deeper than Raw's in my from my opinion. Mm-hmm. So uh and do you think the Forgotten Sons will win the championships this year? Yes. Oh, uh, hold on real quick. Uh what 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 what, what 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 does that sound like a cough cough no flip just fist? Um, yes. Who's that reminding you? <laughs> and yeah, so I feel like they're gonna invest more in these guys because they just lost the tag team that's been straight. You know, like there's been kind of a throwback tag team, so we'll see more of them. Okay. Yeah. You know who they remind me of, kind of. Beer Ooh. money from TNA a little bit from the yeah. old TNA days. Beer money, yeah, with a little, yeah, with a little revival like thrown in there too, just to kind of mm-hmm. add insult to injury. So Good then next, we, yeah, and I mean uh, to be fair, SmackDown is really they've had a solid tag team division. You know, you got in in by say solid, they have at least what. Miz and Morrison, New Day, Forgotten Sons. Those are three viable championship teams right there. And then you got your contenders and like the Lucha Party or whatnot. So, I mean, solid. And then next we had the Intercontinental Tournament, the second match with Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak, which is always a good match because those two really are just great performers. Daniel Bryan defeated Drew. I was kind of hoping to see Drew go over, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. Um, and then after that, Bryan was interviewed saying that uh, he wanted to win back the title. He was forced to relinquish when he had to retire, and he gave a pretty good promo on that. So, all right. What are your thoughts on that? He's not winning the belt. No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I had a good match. It was definitely a good match between them two. Like, damn good match. Um, promo was good. I, I do think it's foreshadowing, but I, on my early predictions, I just think he'll be in the finals against someone else we're going to talk about later. Well, I mean, I think he, I think definitely Daniel Ryan's really working to build up plenty of Drew. Like, that's for sure. Like, you can tell those two really like to work together. And I think he wants wants to see him come up. Because Daniel Bryan's always been about, like, you know, like, if ta- if you talented and I can work with you, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to try to help you out. So I don't see him get – I'm with T. I don't see him getting the title back. But I do see him pushing through like, Gulak, like, towards being, like, you know, somebody that we'll see either get the belt or wrestle for the belt or another title. Okay. So then all right, let's pause right here for a quick second. D? Yep. Any thoughts? Uh, say any thoughts? for me. I said any thoughts. Um, I think Daniel Bryan is going to the finals all the way. Um, I mean, we get Jeff Hardy and Sheamus next week. Uh, and yep. I know we probably they don't usually like to do face versus face, so I foresee Sheamus winning in the first match against Jeff Hardy. Uh, but then losing to Daniel Bryan because I think we're getting Daniel and AJ. Um, yeah, I wasn't trying. Yeah, for the title just because that's the best match you get when it comes all into it for the finals. 
right. So there you have it. So who you have winning? Like, you guys on record now. Let's go on record. Who you got winning? Whew. Who you got winning? I need a winner. I, got, I need. I got, AJ, I, got, winner. I got AJ. I got. I got AJ winning. Uh, has he won AJ it yet? Winning. Has he won in the Continental Belt? No, he has never been Intercontinental Champion. Okay. The thing about AJ winning is AJ is on Raw. But you know that brand split don't mean nothing. He's no, on SmackDown. Yeah, like, <laughs> we all know that don't mean nothing. Yeah, just like his. So I need you. Mean. I need. I need you to pick. I need you to pick. I think. I'm I think T. I heard you. You. I said AJ. AJ, AJ. Win. All right, I'm gonna go Daniel Bryan, bro. Daniel hasn't had a title in a long time. I think it's about time. Although, isn't he about to have a second baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like I said, I feel like so he might be going out. Yeah, that's true. I'm a, I'm gonna still stick with Daniel. I'm gonna stick with Daniel for the sake of being different. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Daniel. I personally want Sheamus to win, but I just don't think it's gonna happen. Mm. All right. Uh, but Shame, the, the Intercontinental title is also the only title that Sheamus hasn't had. Ooh, um, I mean, Vegas. he hasn't had the Universal, but he had the title that it was before. You know, yeah, he just came Hollywood. back. Um, so, and he came yeah. back with the intention on winning the Intercontinental title. He wants yeah. that belt, legitimately. But it's also rare that you have two faces as your top two champs. I'm still going to go Daniel. Screw it. I'm still gonna go, Daniel. All right, Q. Who you got? All right. Okay. Now this one. This one's a little difficult because I, I mentioned it earlier. I honestly would feel better since Sammy had to drop the belt to keep the title in house with the artist collective. Because I mean, okay. at all. Because that's a, that's a good way for if he does come back, to just be like, oh yeah, you know, oh. Uh, he held my belt for me. Yeah, and then for there to be a nah, bro, I earned this belt. This is my belt. Because especially with Shinsuke, Shinsuke's had the belt before, and I'm sorry, but like he he held on to that for a while. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, but to it, be fair. I mean, he wrestled like two people, but that's beyond the Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all but about But now you have more people to go up against for it, though. <laughs> uh, but either way, like I said, this is my thing. I, I, I pick him just out of I enjoy him as a like, – I enjoy him as a wrestler. And I think right now with the fact that he was in a group where one of the people in the group had the belt, you know? Okay. So – you got Shinsuke, I got Daniel Bryan, and then T and D got AJ. So we'll see. This is going to hey, be interesting. But Dark Horse, if Sheamus, no, nah, y'all get no now. Nah, y'all get one. Don't be trying to hedge your bet. Sheamus is who I want to win, but AJ is who I put. If Sheamus, if Sheamus beats Daniel Bryan, if Sheamus beats Daniel Bryan. No, you no Nope, nope. You got one pick. That's how you ride. Don't be trying to hedge your bets. Well, I can see maybe if Seamus next thing you're gonna say, well, maybe Jeff Hardy could. Well, nope, maybe I don't think Jeff Hardy could. Nope, nope. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> all right. So next up, before y'all try to talk into all, all the winning, we got 
Ryan Deville and Dolph Ziggler kind of cut a promo talking about how they're going to beat him down. That was cool. Um, I think Ryan Deville looks better in this feud than Dolph does. Dolph is just kind of there to elevate, but right, that's the point. Sonya, yeah, kind of cut a great. She cut a great promo. I only thing I hope is that when Sonya, if she if she loses this feud, which probably will happen. You still keep her high on the card because that's a potential. You have a potential champion right there on SmackDown. So, and then we close the show out with Braun Strowman and Otis defeating Miz and John Morrison. Braun Strowman was Otis's uh, partner. After the match, you could see um, Strowman catching Otis, kind of sneaking up on him while Mandy Rose provided distraction. Then they just kind of, he was like, come on, man. It was just for laughs. They bumped this, and that's how the show closed. Well, I mean, heavy hands was a one-time thing. He does have the money in the bank. I'm here to die. He's losing that briefcase. (laughs) (laughs) I would love it. If my King Midas could give himself the Midas touch for just a moment. But um, I thought it was, no, I thought it was kind of funny. I did like that um, the whole tease, and it was kind of funny. He started dancing. I just think Braun needs to get a little more serious, even as a face. Like, you know, what I'm, you get what I'm saying? Just a, I think he should have maybe punched him out after that or something. Like, yo, don't be sneaking up on me like that. But you want all your faces to be tweeners, man. No, I don't. Like, I swear. No, who else? 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 It's not even about just but turning then, everybody. Like the folks that I've said have been stale as a face for a while, or it deserves to be a heel. My fault for Kofi is being heel. Dog, how the hell you just keep letting everybody punk you? And you come healed. back smiling. You come y'all, back smiling like nothing happened. Y'all, y'all, y'all forgot who y'all talking to. Y'all talking to Hollywood T over here. Y'all. I know, but Hollywood T also doesn't believe in people who doesn't believe are convincing heels. <laughs> yeah, like I said. Like Kofi can in, in no planet, and I'm am I convinced Kofi without a mouthpiece is a good hill. There's not one. We gotta one. see. Not we gotta one. see. Look, we gotta try. Look, we y'all ready, try. America? Y'all ready? Is Kale Monger a good heel? Was he a good villain to you? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Be real about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. No, I do. No, he was almost a damn near anti-hero. But Ricochet can go heal, y'all. <laughs> no, I do know. Killmonger was a good villain, and I do think Ricochet. Hey, we don't know. That's my thing. We don't know. We see only the bullshit. No. We know you just don't believe. That's fine. That's hey, fine, man. I, I cool. say give every, everybody a chance. If I don't see it, if I haven't seen you do any heel work, how am I going to say you can't do it? That's my thing. Okay, by that logic, can Ray Mysterio go heel? He did with the filthy animals. That shit was hilarious. Y'all uh, forget about that. Yeah, no, no, it was hilarious, that. but was it? No, I didn't forget. It was hilarious. Was it good? It made sense. 
But also, a lot of shit that makes no, sense. Go ahead and dance. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, go look up some. I'm sorry, go look up the Ray Ray era. It ain't it ain't floating around on the network. And no, I CJ, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Some people are just gonna be faces no matter what. But I do think there are some characters that with what they've already had in place in storylines before. You should at least try. Hell, you let Sting try to be a face. I mean a heel. You saw how that went. And I get what you're saying. You shouldn't try that no more other people. But hey, you can let him try to be a, a heel. Why not some of the other folks? Ricochet, I just one of the one of the reasons I do this is because I want these change of characters that actually for some of the wrestlers that we didn't know are good and don't get a chance. Sometimes I think you can freshen them up and at least try it for them. What 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 will hurt Ricochet more? Nothing. He's gonna be in the same place, so might as well try it. No, I mean, they could just try to have actually heel. pushed him as a baby face. They could have tried that. Yeah. That's true too. Because if you turn him heel and he does not work out, then you can't you can't keep flip flopping him. That's what I'm saying. Hey, but okay, we're getting off. It worked for the big show. Oh, oh, no, it did not work for the big show. Work, you no. Say that <laughs> as his career still goes on and he still randomly has matches. It worked for early Brock Lesnar. Yo, he flip flops. He like, Ugh. let's not forget that. Before Brock Lesnar. Don't compare Brock Lesnar to Ricochet. I'm gonna say this. Don't I'm do say that. This real quick though. Brock Lesnar beat up a one-legged leg dude. <laughs> I think that overshadowed any. He tried to kill a one-legged man. Yeah, he I really think did. I think that overshadowed any face turn dude. Brock Lesnar does not recall ever being faced. Brock Lesnar. My fault. My fault for running this off track, CJ. My fault, man. Yeah, no problem. You're good, man. It happens. But speaking of heel work, man, to flip over to AEW. Let's kick up with Dynamite this week. It kicked off with Lance Archer and Jake the Snake. They kicked off the show talking about um, they just kind of <laughs> they are beat down an innocent bystander, right? <laughs> Lance Archer just abuses people, man. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of beat the dude up and then um, Jake, Jake the Snake kind of addresses issues from the previous week with Brandy Rhodes, and then before they can continue, Cody arrived in his truck and proceeded to kind of beat down Lance Archer, supposedly. You know, that's the thing about it, because Lance is so big, but it was a good segment. Um, he had his hands taped, so that way you know he meant business, so the punches can fit. <laughs> and then he pounded away as, as, at Archer before turning his attention to Robert. Um and then he wanted to beat down Jake, but that gave Lance time to recover and recover. And then Lance got him. And then it went back and forth um, until uh, Jake actually ordered Archer out of the ring and up the amp. So. I mean, I, Lance could have beat that truck at this point. You know, we already know he went in there. Yeah, he's a. Uh, I don't foresee Cody getting through Lance Archer. I mean, even if you pull up the old, the you know, like the Rhodes family secret of, oh, 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 he taped up his hands, oh, he mean business, you know, he still ain't winning. Nah, he, he gonna take that L. <laughs> L for Lance. You think Lance is gonna lose? No, I'm just saying he's gonna remember that L because he'll say I took an L. Yep. Lance. <laughs> Lance. Lance. I gotta feel. I gotta feel, and they gonna let him body Cody like on that pay per view, like that hands down. 
because that's what this is leading up to. As soon as he wins that belt, he can body him, and then he might try to. Uh, do we want to switch? Like, do we want to switch over to talking about who's going to be at said pay per view that they announced? Yeah, no, we're gonna get to that later. Okay, but yeah, I got a feeling. Yeah, uh, Lance. Well, might you know wanna... what? No. You know what, Quinn? No, let's get to it. I'm gonna get your thoughts on it now. Yeah. So it was announced that Mike, that Mike Tyson will be the one that hands over the inaugural TNT championship or the first ever TNT championship to the winner, champion to the winner. So, T, what do you? I mean, not T, Quinn. What do you think about? Uh, AWA working with Mike Tyson, and B, what do you think Mike Tyson actually is going to do? I think they're going to try to build Lance up as being like that dude, and he's going to start something with Tyson. That's the only reason why, like, you know, they got to solidify him as being that dude. Like, you remember, like, this is his uh, Austin, like, and Shamrock. Like, this is his Austin and a uh, Bret Hart match with Shamrock as a special guest referee. Remember, Austin did not tap, and that made Austin even more tougher. You know, if Shamrock had to be like, look, bro, nah, nah, look, I, you you passed out. You didn't have to. I feel like they're going to do the same thing with Mike Tyson. Like, he's going to beat up Cody, and then he's going to get that belt, and then he's going to start something with Mike Tyson. And Tyson going to knock him the hell out. Have you not just seen that video that's been posted on Mike Tyson lately? Yes, but not, I think that's I one think, reason I think that's one reason I think AEW is working with him. Now I get what you're saying, but I still think that's why you have him win because Tyson going to hit him with a knockout punch. Because they can't squash him like that. Like they can't squash him. But nah, I, I, saw Lance, video. I think Lance wins and gets Tyson's face and then goes to sleep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's or I would prefer if Jake Roberts gets in Mike Tyson's face and goes to sleep. <laughs> well, that Jake would die. But that's how you could keep Lance looking strong. That way you yeah. wouldn't have to see it. Yeah, but I don't, I, that would kill Jake. We, we ain't going to do that to him. But yeah. Woo. I'm about to say, Tyson will literally murder Jake the Snake Roberts with one punch. Yes, he will. The air from his punch would knock Jake down. Yep. Don't even got to hit him with it. He's got to hit, no, him, yeah. hit him with it. Tyson, they probably won't allow Tyson to hit him, so I do agree with Quinn. He'll probably, as much as I want him to knock him out, I can see Lance winning, then, like you said, doing a whole, not just the whole, yeah, also thing where he pushes him and you got people, just, you know, separating them, then whatever. Yeah, Wednesday, then night, it, Wednesday night, he looks strong because I beat Cody and I touched the baddest man on the planet. Yeah, like, they want to make him look like a dominating force, like, because he already is at this point. So what better than to just have him like, yeah, I'll take anybody on at this point. I got the belt. Who coming for it? Then well, Mike Tyson up. should not look like that right now. Mike Tyson's oh. hand should not look like that right now. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So next, uh, before we get, you know, I love Mike Tyson as much as the next person. Yeah, we will talk about that video later. Time, we got to move on. Yeah. So we got the best friends who defeated Jurassic Express, right? Pretty yeah. solid match between two of the more popular tag teams in the division. They had the best friend go over. No surprise there to me because I think of Orange Cassidy. Um, so got that going on. A lot in that match. Any thoughts on that? It's like a lot yeah. in that match. Yeah. Jungle Boy getting taken out by MJF. Orange Cassidy getting taken out by Phoenix. 
Um, that kick, the angle was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the mean was. quality of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think I what they're doing. Yeah, cause I think what they're doing is they're building up the best friends for Hangman and Kenny, right? Yeah. Well, you and know, then, uh, one of the Young Bucks is hurt right now, so you know the Young Bucks are off TV <laughs> until further notice. Um, so yeah, they, which makes sense. Need to stretch their tag team division anyway, um, even though it is deep and just getting deeper. So, then next up we had uh, the Fatal Four Way match. Yes, the latest. With, yes. Uh, I don't want to mispronounce her name. Sheeta. 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 Sheeta defeated Ford, Deadliner, and Baker. Um, I'm going to let you guys talk about this one because I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't see this one. Uh, it was a pretty – it was honestly like top three best female matches that AEW has put on so far. Um, it was a pretty solid match. Um, I liked it because it kept Sheeta strong and she's the number one contender. Uh, and I didn't love the idea that she could lose the number one contendership after holding it. Cause she's been number one contender for 11 weeks. She's been number one in the women's rankings. Um, I didn't love the idea that if she lost this match, even if she didn't get pinned, she wouldn't be considered the number one contender. Um, but I'm glad they just didn't even go over that by just having her win. And her and Nyla Rose would be a pretty, pretty interesting little rough match. Uh, the interview with Nyla, <laughs> she's like, I got a surprise. <laughs> I just bashed her in the stick. <laughs> I love Nyla Rose. I think she is doing great, swole, big woman heel work right now. She's my number one powerhouse female wrestler. Yeah. Uh, until uh, Amazon Con comes back. Yeah, oh, man. Like. Congress definitely need it, like, cause they need they need somebody for her to go against. I think that's the inevitable. When Kong comes back, she's just gonna run shop through people until she just gets Nia Rose. Okay. But the other kicker is we've already seen Nyla Rose lose, because um, she did lose to uh, Rio. To you know, she's the second women's champion, so she's not unbeatable. So you know, she's a believable monster, but. We already have the visual of somebody petting her who's smaller than Cheetah right. and not as violent. <laughs> yeah, you just need to get her in the ring with somebody that can match her size and definitely, like, you know, give a really good match. Even, I, don't, I don't foresee Nyla Rose losing, though. Okay. But, so next, we got Matt Hardy. I did see this, though. Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega versus Santana Ortiz. I thought this was a really good match. Yeah, um, with Hardy and Omega, yeah, coming out on top. I thought that Hardy and Omega really kind of worked hard right here to make Santana and Ortiz. Not that they needed to, but I think they they stepped up to kind of give Santana Ortiz make them really come up and look like a great and formidable tag team. So I think that was a good match, really good match. And I and plus I'm a fan of Santana and Ortiz. So. Um, so I, I think the right people won. With Hardy and Omega, you have to have them win. But it also made Santana Ortiz look kind of great in defeat, which is kind of what you wanted as well. Yeah, it was a solid match. Um, not going to lie, I enjoy Matt Hardy, but 
I just, it might be because of, you know, the air I'm getting it right now, but I just don't care as much as I want to about all of it. Yeah, and, and, for, and, and for me, Kenny Omega, uh, as much as I loved his uh, stuff he did in Japan, I feel like he's going a little soft like with, with a lot of how they're booking him. And it could be a personal thing just because I know he handles the women stuff behind the scenes. So I, I just want to see more, you know, out of yeah. See, I think they're treating him perfectly because I think the thing that I like about him and Cody, I think Cody's done a little bit better job of this, it, to be fair, but I think Kenny's done this too, is remaining relevant without being dominant, right? Because you yeah. don't want them to take over the storyline. And I don't, I'm perfectly fine with Kenny Omega being in these mid to low level feuds because I don't think you need Kenny Omega anywhere near a belt. Well, no, I don't, I don't mean a giving, singles belt. I don't mean giving him the belt. I mean just to, just in his work that he that he's done because he yeah because he's been known for a lot of really good feuds in New Japan, and it would be great for him to have a solid feud right now. Doesn't even need to be a bell. It just needs to be something where we can get, we can constantly be entertained, you know. And I feel like the Matt Hardy thing—that's fun, but it's just basically like being sidelined at this point. You're pairing two people that, like, you know, everybody knows, only to get a little bit there, you know. Well, I don't know because I think I think we I think we're not being fair to Matt Hardy because if we're going to give money to bankers credit. I think Matt Hardy and the matches him and Kenny have been putting on, especially the match what that we talked about last week was probably one of the better matches of the entire year. Well, right? Yeah, it was like, basically a cinematic match in in live, well, not in live, but on a well, yeah, well, yeah, live, tape, right? Live-ish, yeah, yeah, live-ish, yeah. So Real I don't time, know, I'll man. Say. I think they, I think they're doing pretty good work. I think it's hard to say. Kenny needs to be held at the same level with New Japan because you also got to think about the wrestlers that are in New Japan. Well, know, so like, he, that's a double. He's a good athlete and he's a good he's good with character work. And I feel like yeah, last week's match was good. It just allowed him a grander scale to be able to showcase that. I feel like him and Hardy can mesh with that, but for right now it's like okay, we're gonna get every now and then something good, and then we're gonna get okay, that was that was fun, wasn't great, and then we're just gonna move on. That's how I'm feeling about it. I, I, it's just my bias from like me being an old Bullet Club fan. So, oh no, I feel it. I just I don't know, and I and I I am not the biggest Kenny Omega fan, but I'm I'm okay with how they're working them here. But okay, but so then next up we had MJF defeating Lee Johnson. That match was kind of a blow by, but the the promo after was pretty. Entertaining. Um, he challenged uh, Marco Stunt to a match next week, <laughs> and so it's always good to have MJ back, particularly on the mic. Um, Killing Marco Stunt. Overall, I'm good with it. You know myself for MJF, so I was good with it. Same. Yeah. All right. Cool. And then we're going to move on to Pineapple Pete. I just love that name. Yeah, it's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I want to hang out with Chris Jericho just so he can give me a cool nickname. 
<laughs> Pineapple Pete should be versus the late champion Chris Jericho. <laughs> Chris Jericho, of course, defeated Pineapple Pete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he made a shirt for that quick, man though. too. He made a shirt for him. <laughs> like Jericho, we knew Jericho was gonna go all out on this one. Yep, he made short work of him though. Yeah, but they hey, destroyed he made, Vineyard one. Hey, he made a man's career, and Jericho is having the best uh, top run again <laughs> without a belt. Jericho can do anything he puts yeah, his mind to, man. Yeah, he is. He's golden. And the other thing is that this this was then followed by the announcement of the Stampede match. <laughs> uh, Chris Jericho in the inner circle challenging the elite at double or nothing, which is nine days away, which is crazy when you think mm-hmm. about it. Um, so it's going to be in the stadium, and it's going to be real interesting to see what they can do. With that, so that's going to be really entertaining. Yeah, I'm excited I can't for, wait for that. And then, because that card, which I'll get to after this match, is kind of kind of stacked. Yeah. And then we had Christopher Daniels versus Brody Lee. Uh, Lee defeated Daniels. And then, you know, this was a. Uh, it was pretty good. Lee winning did make sense. But I feel like they protected Daniels right here. Um, and then you had John Moxley come out. And then he kind of told him that, you know, your career might be over with before it starts. So good little promo, good way to end the show, I think. Kind of the setup. So any thoughts on that? Um, I It's winning me over a little bit more. Um, okay. I, I do love Brody Lee making people say that he's the champion already. Because <laughs> I don't think he's going to win. <laughs> I, I I say it's going to be match of the night, though. Like, one of the matches of the night. Because they, they have a history of putting on good matches. And if it's going to be anything like their old school days, which I, it being a pay-per-view, oh, you know it's going to go hard real quick. Like, they, they are, they are going to show up and they are going to show up, like, show out, like, for sure. I feel like that one's going to be okay. a good match. Dope. Yeah, I'm and excited then, about it. So it. Yeah, no, when I look at the card, which we'll probably do our predictions next week once everything is finalized, but when you look at the card, man, you got Private Party versus the Best Friends. The winner gets a, a, the tag, a tag team title match, so that'll be interesting. You got the Elite versus the Inner Circle in the Stadium Stampede match. Mm-hmm. You got Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. MJF versus, <laughs> yeah. MJF versus Jungle Boy. You got Nile Rose versus Sheeta. You got Cody versus Lynch for the TNT title. John Moxley versus Brody Lee for the AEW title. And then you got the Casino Ladder match, which is kind of their money in the bank, right? Yeah. With Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, and Scott, and um, a guy from SCU. You know who I'm talking about? Scorpio Black Scott. Guy. Oh. Scorpio Scott. Yeah. 
or the attempts within so far. I think they got three more to go. Nice. So that's going to be interesting. And so, because um, they get a casino chip, and so that'll guarantee them a match. So nice. kind of going with that double or nothing thing. So when you look at that that card, you're like, man, crap, that's a good Stacked. card. So, they might enter half their roster doing that. Stack from top to bottom. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a crazy card. So, overall, I think a pretty decent week in wrestling. A lot of news came out. Uh, breaking this, news. But... Uh, breaking news. I okay. just got an update from uh, Bleacher Report. Shout out. I don't even know if we can do that or not, but I did. We, we can. Um, we can and we will. What they going to do? The Undertaker has signed a new 15-year deal with the oh WWE. Oh, going to die in that ring. <laughs> the deal will last but until he's 70 mean- years old in 2034. We're going to get Boneyard 20. That makes sense, though, because what else is he – like, I can't, I can't see the Undertaker in another promotion. No, what they did is right. to make sure he could never go to another promotion for any reason. Another promotion, yeah. <laughs> Pretty Seth, much, Roll- made sure, like- Seth Rollins versus Undertaker, WrestleMania. <laughs> no, no. The Undertaker versus Seth Rollins and Becky's kid. Yeah, they made sure you'll never see Undertaker versus Kenny Omega. You'll never see Undertaker versus Chris Jericho. <laughs> they just made sure. Like, nope. He's no, we ain't even Undertaker versus Sting because Sting ain't renew his contract. He did not. Mm. Oh, Sting did not? No, nope. Sting did not. Nope. Yeah, yeah he, I just wanted to throw that in there because I just saw it. Well, yeah, if I'm Sting... Then I wouldn't do that either. Uh, well, so, at this point, yeah. well, you might as well make it happen. Undertaker versus Jordan, WrestleMania. Let's go. Yeah, we got to do it. Who's really the GOAT? Yeah, Wendy C. Uh, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Telling oh, you, man. Seth versus Undertaker. He's going to cleanse his church. Oh, man. He's going he gonna to end up killing Seth. I, that's the thing. I think Undertaker's just gonna murder half the people in these matches. Like it, it's, it ain't gonna be a, re- a full wrestling match. It's gonna be he gonna somehow manage to kill them conveniently, and they show up again the next week. Tell you, Seth Rollins versus Undertaker in an abandoned church. Watch. And then you gonna get you gonna get Devon coming back. He gonna be sitting. He gonna be in the pews. All right, now, no, 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 no. We're going we gonna to throw this episode in the casket now since you said that. Yeah. We're going to throw the episode in the no casket. No Devon references. It's time to wrap, it's time to wrap it up now. <laughs> oh, Testify. Y'all see uh-uh. the man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all was doing your thing. Pass the Devon. But, all right. Hey, <laughs> any other thing, any, anything you want to cover from wrestling? Any highlight of the week that really stuck out to you? Anything? Uh, that's me. I mean, I would check out the Sonya Deville promo if you haven't. I think she's doing great things right now. Check out the kid, the Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> For me, it's check dude. out Shayna, Shayna Baszler both, you know, when she roasted Natalia. Just roasted her in her backstage interview. I think that was hilarious. I think, I think they're really make, giving her, she gives me and I hate I hate to say this. She's giving me Triple H vibes. So check that out. All right. Well, like that, man. Thank y'all. It's been a great week uh, chopping it up with y'all. We'll see you next week with our predictions for double or nothing. All right? All right. Well, we go all in. All right. Yeah. <laughs> VCW. 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 We're going to start it.